0: all right so that I went remembered. quite smooth i thought that was all right yeah we can definitely keep on doing these shorter episodes we we'll record maybe two or three
1: per week then yeah. i mean so we, we say shorter it's within the time frame that it was supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that was, the, that was the initial target yeah
1: <laughs> let's do these short 20 minute episodes yeah welcome to the 20 minute mentors podcast <laughs> Wing Erkun Welling Welcome back to Twenty Minute Mentors. I'm Matt and I'm joined by Mike. Yes, present as present, always. there you are. And today we are We're following our journey through the uh, sort of work cycle, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, so in the last episode, we talked about first day and sort of how to get over those nerves and getting into your career and what it's like having a first day in an office as, as Mikey took us through and what it's like having a first day remote like I have. Today, we're going to talk a bit more about productivity tools. And I think the next few episodes, we're going to talk about productivity. So, if we follow on that process of you've got a, you've landed your role, you've got into your role, how do you actually be productive in your role? That's the plan for the next few episodes. We're going to pick a different topic each episode um, and then kind of explore it, add our own experience to it. Um, and this really was the main reason that we put this podcast together is to take one of these high level ideas or concepts that you might've heard before, but you don't really know how to apply or what it means and really break it down into little steps. So I'm excited to get going on this one. I think we've got GTD today, which is something I've experienced in the past. we will start with the first question. Mikey, do you know what GTD means? Could the TD mean uh transmitted disease? <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it was a bad joke, but
1: It's a good Valentine's um, joke.
0: All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah, we're recording this on Valentine's and uh Yeah, I'll try to edit this and publish this on valentine's if not then yeah whatever but yeah getting
1: things done i assume right yeah that's right gtd getting things done so it comes from a book by david allen i think it is who wrote it Uh, and the whole i guess really before we dive in deeply into like what it is and how you do it have you ever heard of it come across it in your career before mike the phrase itself getting
0: things done, um, I've definitely come across that. but as to what the framework is and how you actually mm. lay that or connect that to your actual work, um, I haven't really done it myself. so I'm really looking forward to learning more about this from you as well.
1: cool yeah, it's it's interesting because some words and phrases just become thrown around and no one really understands what that what it means like, exactly like this like, oh, we'll just get get it done. And it's like, well, like, that's clear title of a book or something, but actually, what does that mean practically? Um, so yeah, uh, the introduction, what is getting things done? So getting things done is a book by David Allen. It's been very common in the workplace for years. I was recommended it first about six years ago in one of my jobs. Um, and we actually did a, a bit of a book club on it as a company. So. Uh, there was myself from IT, there was a lady from the PA team, there was someone from recruitment, and it was bringing us all together as kind of leaders of our departments to study this book, look at what it teaches you, and take some of the learnings away from it. So it's a, um, yeah, it's definitely a, a book that's kind of well out there. It's been very heavily promoted and used within business scenarios. So I'll take you through kind of the core structure, and then maybe maybe there'll be bits that actually jump out you the listener and also to yourself, Mikey, to go, oh, actually, yeah, I've done that, but didn't realize that's what it was part of.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure.
1: So the first part, so it kind of, try again. So getting things done breaks essentially your productivity workflow into five steps into capture, clarify, organize, reflect, and engage. Um, They're all pretty big terms, but what that actually means is looking at how you receive work, whether it be email, text, Slack, Teams, phone call, um, how you capture that work, how you understand it, work out the priority of it and then do it. So um, to use an example on the sort of capture, clarify, organize, reflect and engage framework is if I receive an email from, um, let's say from you, Mikey, I've I've received an email and it says, actually, this thing is really important and it's got to be done tomorrow. So I've captured that, it's an email. I have already got clarity in the email of when it needs to be done, needs to be done tomorrow. So how do I organize it? Um, And how do I organize that against all the other tasks that are coming in? So getting things done really helps build out that framework. And the way that I've applied it is trying to funnel all of my communication into one space. So I use Slack at work, which is a messaging tool for those who haven't used it, and email. Um, And all of my communication comes through those two tools. So that's my capture, the, the, the communication coming in. If the information isn't completely clear, I'll clarify it. So I'll understand what do you, what is this request? What's the question? What's the ask? What am I being asked to do by this email or message? And then I'll organise it. And getting things done takes you through. I think it uses today, tomorrow, someday, as their sort of um, uh, marker of when things should be done. I use the today, this week, next week, it's, it's just the way I find it works a bit better for me. So I have a, a list application. I actually use Apple Reminders for work. Um, and I create a, a week for, a, a subsection for each week. So I have week one, week two, week three, week four, week five. And at the beginning of the week, I'll create a new week. So this week I've just created a new week. And anything that comes in, which is an action on me, I will create in that week. So I'll go into reminders. I'll go into my company. I can see week 13, 15, whichever week it is. And I can then create a reminder inside of that list. So I've got my capture, my clarify, and then I'm starting to organize. So if I get a task, which is due today, I can then mark it, whether it be using something like Microsoft to do or Apple reminders as today, and then, or I can mark it as tomorrow or I can mark it as this week, or I can create a new week and just drop it in there. So it's out of the way. So I've got my organized. I've understood what work I've been asked to do. I've pulled into a list and organized it. And then I now have a, a reasonably straightforward list of things to, to action from. Now the reflect part is it's the getting things done way of ensuring that you're doing what is important. So it's reflecting on the workload. Again, I think reflect is a bit of a strange word to use here. Personally, I would say prioritize or make sure that you're prioritizing your workload. So, you know, if a task has come in and it's, you've moved it to tomorrow, when you get to tomorrow, make sure that's on today. It's just reflecting on the, on the list of things you have and make sure they're actually organized correctly. Also making sure you have all the information to be able to tackle that task. It doesn't necessarily matter if you. Don't know everything about a task that you're not doing until next week but if it's something you're going to pick up tomorrow maybe there should be another task there to to talk to that person or understand that item in more detail that you're going to pick up tomorrow and then engage so basically pick up the item work on it close it down go for the next one work on it and close it down i have used this method for about five years Um, i've always found an application that works whether i'm at a company which uses apple and i use apple reminders Or company that uses uh, Microsoft To Do, Microsoft company, and when I've not been in either of those, I've used applications such as Wonderlist before that was closed down. And again, Microsoft To Do can be installed on different devices too. So I found that to be a really consistent tool for kind of following this this framework. And where there's a lot there, Mikey, does that make sense to to someone who's never experienced getting things done before? Does that framework make sense to you?
0: Yes, very much so. What I got from it though. um it, it shares pretty much the basic principles with some of the other concepts uh, in which some we're going to talk about in future episodes as well, like the Eisenhower matrix. But uh, uh, from what it got in your initial explanation is first and foremost, the ability to capture and clarify the tasks or the, the duties that you have for that specific work week is essential and key to uh, this framework. And once you have that done, then it's up to you, as to how you're gonna manage your your time and you know the the workload that you're gonna have for the specific time frame. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but that's what I got from the, the gist of what you've just said.
1: No, exactly right. It, exactly, yeah. it's kind of it. It all getting things do getting things done does. Well, that's a tongue twister. All getting things done does is give you a framework to essentially organize the work that you're going to do. And it gives you that really sort of, it's kind of loose, but also a little little bit of structure there of consolidate your communication methods and find a consistent way to plan. The rest is kind of on you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially that we're, we're kind of covering a very broad topic, especially that we're not narrowing down uh, the types of roles that we're talking about or we're targeting. So this could very much apply whether you're a regular rank and file employee, or you're a manager, or you're a, a C-level person. It all boils down to having that structure of work that you employ on a personal basis and something that helps you achieve the most that you can uh, within a specific time frame or, or target.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's the thing is I've, the reason I found the getting things done method to work is because i've worked in different industries so i mentioned it early on in one of the earlier podcasts but i've got a military background and without really knowing it it's something that you experience there as well as in here's a list of things i want to do today you're not essentially at my level in the military i wasn't really in control of what the next week or next month looked like but i knew my list for the day and i think that's a um so there's certain elements of it you can apply to any role, whether you said, you know, you're doing data entry and that that's your first real job and you're kind of exploring it well, actually having that setup up of, I've been asked to do this next, and then I need to do this one tomorrow. That organization is great right the way up to, I know when we, when we were working together, we were working on some big, quite scary projects that were had a million different moving parts and it was, it was an easy way to keep that organized too, of going. Let's get rid of all the noise. What do I need to focus on today? What do I need to focus on tomorrow? And yeah, the good thing about having these types of frameworks,
0: whether you're very early on in your career or you're somehow in the maturity phase, or maybe perhaps you've already reached the the very top of the career ladder is this doesn't change. The necessity is always going to be there. But having this framework very early on gives you that habit in relation to your Um, Atomic Habits uh, episode as well. Having this habit very early on definitely makes it easier for you to perform at all stages or wherever you are at your career. So, yeah, I think uh, I see the importance and the value of what we are doing here basically laying it out to the public, sharing our experiences, and basically trying to help out, spread the good news, whether uh, our listeners are know, top executives, or just like myself, basic rank and file employees, there's really value into um, these types of frameworks. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: So I guess the, we spoke, you know, what the, what getting things done or GTD brings, um, I guess it's probably a good idea to talk about some of the negatives to it too. So not, not all frameworks are meaningful, impactful work for everybody. And I think the, um, the getting things done, although I have found it very useful, might not work for a particular individual. And there's some things behind that. So some of the reasons that this might not work for you as a particular framework is, you know, getting all of your communication points lined up as in getting your emails and Slack and telephone and and whatever it might be, getting those into one place, takes some work. Um, and a lot of the Negative feedback initially about getting things done is that it that takes some time. It does take some time to set that process up of creating a to do list, remembering to create the list, remembering to pull your information in there. The minute that you forget to add a conversation you've had or a task that you've got, your list is then almost pointless because it's not one hundred percent accurate. So there is definitely a um, an upfront element to to getting things done, which is certainly seen by some as a bit of a negative. Another problem or difficulty using this particular framework is it makes it difficult to kind of share the work a little bit. So, for my role, normally I'm the last person in my department or I'm the only person in my department. So, this works quite well for me because I have my list, I know what I'm working through. Wherefore, if your department is 10 or 15 people and you're delegating, that can be a little bit tricky because you either then have to get everyone on the same shared list. You have to then share workout to people. It does, it, it struggles to scale beyond maybe four or five people. So although it's really good for an individual level, it might not be the best approach at the um, very high sort of busy team level. Um, and then one of the other really final bits of negative feedback I get about getting things done is maintaining, remembering to set your lists So there is a bit of work there to create your inputs, um, and cap the, the sort of capture side of emails, messages, texts, whatever you're getting, getting them consolidated and remembering to write those up, but also remembering to, on the other side, create the structure and keep that structure up to date. My personal trick here is I'm, I'm currently at an Apple business. So we use everything Apple, which is really cool. I have created a workflow that pulls my to-do list into a note, which sounds really strange when I say it out loud, but as I close down an item, my little workflow gets the item that I've closed and adds it to a note. So at the end of the week, I can see all of the items I closed the day I created the item the day I closed the item. So I just kind of automated that thing in the background. Now I know Reminders does offer this, but if I'm having a catch up with one of the managers where I work, I can easily pull this document up and say, actually I added this task on Monday at 10 AM and I closed it on Tuesday at midday. So I've got a really easy traceability between what I created and um, what the output is. Now that does take time and you do have to remember to put everything in there. Um, I also set aside about half an hour on a Thursday. Um, I tend to do the manager catch up on a Friday, half an hour on a Thursday to go through that list and make sure that everything I've done this week is captured everything I've done this week has been closed down. And again, that does take some time that people might struggle to find to do. So if you put in the work on this one, I think it's a really powerful framework to use. It's just trying to put the work in to actually establish it and keep it going, which I think most people might, some people may struggle with. Mm -hmm.
0: I guess uh, what they say about creating or having that habit uh, really takes time. So you'd have to be really disciplined, but, uh, I guess nowadays, uh, collaboration as well has never been more easy. And there's definitely more tools outside of Apple and Windows that provide the same functionalities. We were both you know, not privy to all the applications or tools available and I actually implore our listeners, if you've gone up to this episode, to reach out to us and share tools and platforms that have worked for you because it might also provide some value to the other listeners that we have.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, I learned my way of doing things by cobbling bits together as I went along. So if anyone comes to us and says, actually don't use reminders, this application is better, or I have an app that does this, or I found a way of doing this in a better way. Absolutely recommend it. We, the whole purpose of this podcast is to kind of break down those, crazy high level ideas, such as, as you know, as we started this call, what is GTD, but also how do we approach that and and fix and work on it as a community? So yeah, any suggestions, comments, ideas to make it work in your way, please do get in touch with us. So we're near the 20 minute mark, so I think we've actually nearly done an episode within 20 minutes. So to summarize what we spoke about today, we've talked about Getting Things Done, which is a book by David Allen. The book covers off how to make your to-do list and your work life as stress-free as possible. And that's by using the five pieces of the getting things done framework, which is capture, clarify, organize, reflect, and engage. How you capture work, how you clarify the importance of that work, how you organize it and make sure you have a concise to-do list, how you reflect and make sure that's always up to date and you have the information you need, and then how you tackle that and get that work completed and off your plate. We mentioned a couple of tools that we've used and by all means I'd encourage you to play around with things like Wunderlist. I know it's still around, even though Microsoft bought it out and changed it. Uh, Microsoft to do is there, Apple reminders are there, but there is a million other tools. So please have a play around with the, the framework, the ideas and, and see what works for you. That covers off what we've done on getting things done. I think next episode we're discussing a different productivity framework. Is that right, Mikey?
0: Yes, very much so. Um, It's still related to time management and making sure that you have a very productive work week. So we're going to be touching on a different framework, but still essentially works on the basic principle of capturing your tasks, um, getting to know what you're dealing with for that day or week. And we're going to be covering the Eisenhower Matrix on the next episode.
1: And I'm excited because, I, sorry, I was going to say I'm excited cause I've never worked with Eisenhower Matrix before.
0: Mm, yeah, you've never really used it, but I do know, based on our, you know, interaction in the past when you hired me as your junior, um, I know that you know the concept. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode. Uh, okay. Next. <laughs> cool. Yeah, having said that, thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Bye, folks.
1: Bye, all.